<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Hangover. I am Alex Brown. My name is Graham Garber. Today we are going to be discussing uh, the Batman and what that might mean for the future of not only DC uh, superhero movies, but also uh, just superhero movies in general. Uh, so, Grandma, what were your thoughts on Matt Reeves' The Batman? Honestly, like, honestly, that movie, like, I enjoyed watching it. Like, there were definitely some things that weren't, that were new and that were not original. But, like, I really enjoyed it. That was probably one of my favorite Batmans, like, to date. Like, honestly, I know a lot of people, like, enjoyed The Dark Knight. Like, that's that's their Batman. Like, I don't know, Batman, like, the DC movies I've never been, like, too heavily, like, in love with to some extent, and so, like, mm-hmm. I've never, like, picked a favorite or anything, but, like, I don't know, watching, watching this, you know, the Batman, like, it was really well done in my, like, I don't know, I just liked, it's, like, he just didn't, like, I think the biggest thing I liked about it, like, my favorite part about, like, Batman, like, Bruce Wayne, is, like, he wasn't the rich playboy Batman kind of aspect. He was really just like he was depressed. It was dark. He kept himself shut inside. Like he was like I, I don't know. It was just it was definitely like a new ta- take we've seen on Batman. Like we've seen right. Batman like in like tough times. But like you like like man was like hurt. He did not care about Bruce Wayne. He cared about being Batman. Like, yeah, that like was Bruce my, Wayne like wasn't a thing. Yeah, no, he didn't care if he lost everything. He could lose mm. the tower. He could well, lose his money. I mean, like he couldn't. He didn't like other than like fame. Yeah. But Alfred was dope. But yeah, I see what Andy was saying. dope. Yeah, but no, that's that's kind of a, yeah, uh, hands down probably my favorite Batman to date. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I had to see it twice. Yeah, because uh, after twice. the first time, I I hated it. <laughs> after the first time, and that was due to uh, a couple of reasons, uh, a couple of very poor poor experience uh, reasons that uh that caused me to not like it. What do you mean? Uh, I will say, <laughs> it's part it, it's partially my fault. Because you let me buy the tickets. A, because I let you buy our tickets. (laughs) But B, because for some reason, when we went to eat before, the thought that it was a three-hour movie didn't didn't fully process in my head. Yeah, you left. You you went to the bathroom. So I had a lot to drink. Yeah. I had like like three or four sodas. And I I went to the bathroom before the movie started, but then like 30 minutes in, like I was like, oh, no. I have to yeah. go, and that made it the longest three hours of yeah. my life, especially because I couldn't, like, sit like a normal person. And I want to give you a chance to defend yourself because – I There because, isn't. I don't Because have, when I mean, you ordered we, – we went to an early showing, early, like, fan experience yeah. thing uh, in IMAX, and so we spent, like, $25 a ticket. It was a little up we, there, yeah. We drove, like – Two and a half hours, two hours. Two hours to go to this theater to see an IMAX. And when Graham ordered the tickets, I said, hey, Graham, where, where, are, where are our seats at? Okay, so and, I... And he said, oh, don't worry, they're towards the back. Because that, that's how I've always purchased tickets. I, I sit in the back. You sit in the and back, then, you see everything. Right, right. And Especially then, with the IMAX, so then, you're not going to want to be up front. So then we got there, and you said, oh, sorry, guys, I was wrong. We're actually in the back row. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And so we get there, and uh, we were not in the back row. We, no. We were in the front row. Yeah. Because, okay, so when I looked at the – we'll try and put a picture up maybe. But, like, when you when you are on the app, it shows, like, a seating chart of, like, all the chairs, okay? Well, like, when you see, like, the top and the bottom, 
I feel I always see at the screen at the bottom because that's always at like the bottom like front like you'd walk down to the seats to the theater and the chairs at the very top of the picture is where you would sit because the chairs are always elevated up. I thought that was like the chart. It's not. No. I well. I, it can't so, be. It so can't here's be, the thing. But this is this is the same explanation you gave me when I was livid and we were sitting yes. in the front row of an yes. IMAX theater. So then, and and then you pulled it up and you said, "No, see, look, look what I'm talking about." And yes, the chart makes sense. The chart, how I describe it, makes sense. You kind of understand that. Like you're listening and you're like, "Yeah, no, I kind of understand that." It doesn't here's make like, sense. It doesn't make sense because because at the top of this top of the chart, it says it tells it you where the, the screen, screen is. It at. tells you which which top bottom screen. So yeah, we were literally dead center. Up front, and it was sold out. I yeah, we were gonna move. We were I just was, gonna be like, dude, it's not sold out. I was move a, chairs. Like we'll go up a couple of rows. I was so close to just standing in the doorway, but I figured I would get in trouble, so I, <laughs> I didn't yeah. do that. But yeah, so I for, and there was like there was like seven of us too. It wasn't even for like it was a like, movie where like half of what makes it so good is the visuals, cinematography yeah. and like the 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 technical aspects of it. The fact that I couldn't really appreciate that without turning my head 90 degrees in both directions. And also that I really had to pee the entire time. That's, I, I didn't do that. That's your fault. That that was my fault. I did not like it. But I went and saw it again the next day. No. We saw it early. I saw it like that opening night on that Thursday. And I enjoyed it a lot more. I thought it was, like you said, it was a very different take than what we've seen before. I think my like most controversial unpopular opinion is the Nolan movies are fine. Like the dark Knight is not the greatest movie of all time. Like I feel like most people seem to make it out to be. So I would agree that I think this is my favorite Batman. I don't know that it's the best one. There are definitely a few flaws with it. Um, But overall it was a super, it was super enjoyable um, on the whole. I, despite the fact that, even like after watching it and not having to pee the entire time, I thought it was a little poorly paced. I would have liked to see more action. riddles. I think not having as much action was fine, just because that was just kind of the, that. That wasn't really what what this was, right? I mean, even if you read like a comic book, most of the time, like you'll have three or four issues of just random things happening, and then you'll have one issue where it's right. the entire thing is action. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I thought that the action was fine, and I think the action was actually really. It was the most one of the most interesting pieces of action I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like just because it was the most realistic. Mm-hmm. Like every fight scene could have been, like actually worked out the way it was. Like yeah. it felt slow and bulky, and the thing I really really liked was that if there were multiple guys, they didn't like take turns to fight. And no, like, like someone was on top would, of him. They like would all been, jump on him yeah. like you would if you were actually in like that situation. To fight one person, right. Right. So I, I thought the action was really well done. But I, th- I think my biggest pet peeve was that half of the movie was spent on, like, finding out who the rat was. Yeah. And it wasn't even. And I think. Yeah. Overall, I think, I think really the biggest <laughs> issue was. Trying to use Catwoman too much. I think Zoe Kravitz did a really great job at Catwoman. She was dope. Um, She's my favorite, like, interpretation of the character on screen. But as you're going through the movie, like, you you know, he saw one of these riddles, and he figures out the rat is 
uh, Falcone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into like this weird revenge story for Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't really care about Catwoman right now. I, this is a Batman movie. Right. I care about what's going on with Batman and solving out who the Riddler is, not let's go get revenge on Falcone for, right. for some reason. But then the problem is like, I mean, it, it kind from, of from, from a, like a, a structure standpoint, like the movie's building and building and building. And then when like, you know, he stops Zoe Kravitz from killing Falcone, like that is like, the climax, like that felt like a climax to the movie. Yeah. And I was like, but wait, there's still another 40 minutes. Yeah. They, and then they, they could have ended. They should have ended it. And it's like, oh, wait, the Riddler's yeah. here. That's who we're actually like supposed to be right. like, dealing with and not like ending the movie with. <laughs> yeah. There's just like a weird like 30 minute period that just slowed the movie, like just slowed it down to zero. It just felt like they didn't know how to end it or they had they had several ways they could have ended it. They just didn't want to pick one. Like, right. Cause you could have gone any direction. You could have ended it. Yeah. Like right after they like arrest Falcon and they like take him away. I don't know have made a lot of sense. Yeah. But, but like also like, here's like, I am glad they did the whole like Riddler in the prison part. Like at the end, I, I'm glad we saw that at the end. And I like the little tease part with the Joker. Now that whole thing itself should have been just a, a post-credit scene. That, there was yeah. no I don't know why that was in the movie. And yeah. There wasn't a post-credit. It shouldn't have been. No, there was no purpose whatsoever. And that wasn't even like the last thing you saw in the movie. Was it? Cause it, no, no, I didn't. Because then so. they go to uh, the graveyard. Yes, yeah, like that's, yeah. That I would, I would say the pacing wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I did like, I really did like though the fact that he was like, I don't know what everyone's like calling him like a vigilante and stuff. Like normally, like most vigilantes when they're portrayed is like they are, they are like kind of like they're not t- too tight with the law. And obviously he was, and he was just really tight with Gordon, but like. Like, you wouldn't ever, like, walk onto a crime scene. Like, Batman, sure. And he had his ties. He had his connections. But you're not going to, like... I liked the whole detective aspect. Like, that was one of my favorite parts. He actually got to, like, interact with things and, like, pick up on clues and pick up on hints and, like, things like that. But I... I don't know. I don't know. I thought... I I was okay with that. I mean... It's a Batman movie. So, like, there's certain things you just kind of have to... Just go with. You have to understand. Yeah. Which, and yeah, he's two years in. So, like, obviously, like... The cops haven't gotten him yet. So at some point that's one element I did like, like too was like how he was still a super like mysterious figure that no one really knew like what like right what to think of yet. Like some of them trust him, some others. It's been like two years, were, <laughs> right? It's only been like yeah a little bit since he's been operating. That's true. Yeah, no, but I really I am glad that he got to do like more detective because like honestly like, the pacing wasn't like. I had no problem with it. I know, like, a lot of the reviews when, like, first came out, like, people thought, people said it was slow. Like, it wasn't, didn't have too much action. But, I mean, like, you know, you're right. Like, the action was, it was pretty well based. I don't think they should have done it, more, necessarily. Or, like, I would have done less. I would have liked more in a superhero movie, just because mm-hmm. that's what I'm used to seeing. But, mm-hmm. like. But I'm actually, like, I'm glad, like, and, like, by action, like, I'm not talking, like, explosives. Like, obviously, like, the Batmobile scene, that was cool. And for that to be, like, legit practical effects like an actual explosion like that's dope Mm -hmm. but like also like i'm just talking about like he's just like literal fist fight like that man just beat the crap out of people like i mean he just (laughs) he did not care he didn't hold back at all no and like the like probably the my favorite scene out of the entire thing that i can like just picture in my head was when he was in is he i don't even actually know where he's like pushing through but he's like fighting all the dude like with the guns 
He doesn't use guns, but like it goes dark. He takes out the lights, and then you just see all the muzzle flashes mm-hmm. because that was also like real shots. Like that was so like not real, but they were blanks. But it was like it looked so good, and the only light that they used in that scene was literally from those guns. That turned out so well. Like I'm like that was crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That was probably my favorite scene. But like it reminded me a lot of like Daredevil. Yeah, like just how he, was, he used the darkness to his advantage, kind of. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. I also like how they touched on that too. It's like I think the first two scenes in the movie are like two of the greatest opening scenes for a superhero movie ever. Like, man, clunking down the stairs. <laughs> well, like just you know, like you see like the Riddler or whatever. Like that was like, such a great introduction where, like, there's very subtly kind of building the world with the newscasts going on and like mm-hmm. you're figuring out what's go- happening, and then like the Riddler just out of nowhere pops up. Right. And immediately it like triggers this thing where you're watching like all of the shadows, like where, where is he? Like what, what's going on? Yeah. Like, is he going to kill this guy? And then it cuts to a very similar thing mm-hmm. with Batman giving a, a monologue where it's the exact same thing where he's saying, watch the shadows. Like yeah. I might be there and you're seeing everyone else watch the shadows, which I thought was a really cool like yeah. parallel to draw between the two. Like obviously Batman is good and, the Riddler is bad, but, like, at the end of the day, like, they are two very, very similar individuals, yeah. and I really liked how they played with that line of, like, what's, where's what the is, line where's between right good and, and wrong. evil? Yeah. Especially, like, with the cops who don't trust Batman yet, and they, right. they don't like the vigilante aspect. Their eyes, Batman's evil, just as evil, just as guilty. Right, yeah. he has, yeah. I mean, he doesn't kill, That's but. That's something I would have liked for them to play with a little more. Yeah. But I think it was. I think just keeping it subtle and, like, in the background was a really cool idea. Yeah. yeah it was good. Mm-hmm. One movie this really reminded me of was The Joker, though, in the sense of, like, it was a very new take mm-hmm. on a pretty, I don't want to say an old story, but, like, it's just been a character, so a character that we're very familiar with and giving a new and this, like, very dark and gritty vibe. Yeah. What What were your thoughts on, like, The Joker? I liked it's it. Been a minute. I liked seeing more of like the actual like like mental draw on mm-hmm. his character because like I mean like you don't like any time the Joker's been portrayed like you 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 could tell he's crazy like he's not okay but also like you don't see the buildup of his day to day life it's just like hey he's bad he's got the green hair like he's evil like that's Joker like you know Joker you see him like he's blowing something up like no it was I liked the like psychopathic kind of like mental like, slow build of, like, how you just see him, like, just get, just destroyed day-to-day life. Like, his life sucked, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you kind of get pushed off the edge. Yeah. As a whole, I think I liked it less than most people. Mm-hmm. I, my biggest problem with it was that if they left the whole, like, Wayne, Gotham City thing, if they renamed all the yeah. characters and they took out all the Wayne stuff, they could have called it literally anything, and it would have been the same. Would movie. have done just as well. Like yeah. it, would have, it wouldn't have been any different. But like, I feel like they knew that it wasn't mm-hmm. the Joker. Like it, they knew that they could. That's how it was, and so they threw in just a bunch of random Batman references and like Thomas Wayne is his father stuff. Like, All right? I didn't really. I thought that took away from it. Um, yeah. But overall, like, I don't know. These two movies had very similar vibes, and like. Do you think that this is a direction that DC is going to go forward with? Because, I mean, without question, like, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe ha- is leaps and bounds above DC. And I've 
What do you I, mean? I've, just I've heard a lot of people talk about how, like, oh, they hate DC movies. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's not a fair assessment to say because, I mean, DC and Warner Brothers tried their DCEU. And, I mean, it's still going. It's still trying, yeah. It's definitely not quite up to par. But, like, Nowhere near. I mean, I've seen people, I've you said, like, hey, have you seen the Nolan Batmans? They say, no, I don't like DC movies. But, like, that's a totally separate thing. Yeah. And, I mean, so is this. But, like, so do you think this is something that DC is going to push more forward with just they're going to have more one-off like dark and gritty type of things or do you think this is something they might introduce like into the DCEU with some of those characters I don't know I think I think it could go either way honestly I feel like they could let these movies where like you get Pattinson's Batman you get the Joker kind of like standalone where you just get these they're, they're great films. They're done really well. Some people don't like them. Some people do like them, whatever. But they're not like, they're not tied into that Justice League universe. You're not going to see Aquaman show up randomly. You're not going to mm-hmm. have them ever meet the Flash. Like, I think depending on, I really think depending on how they handle this next, the, the Flash movie, the whole Flashpoint thing, because you're going to see other Batmans, you're going to see them kind of have the idea of, oh, we can we can cross timelines. They can do whatever they want at that point. It's kind of like where Marvel stands with their whole multiversal Everything's opening up. Like everyone's going to expand that. I just really, I honestly, I hope not. I don't, I don't, I would be fine if like Robert Pattinson's Batman, if Matt Reeves, Batman, the, the Batman never had anything to do with the flash. We don't never see Wonder Woman mm-hmm. come down. Like, no, keep, let that be his own universe. If anything, like, sure. But like, no, I mean, like, I think, I think they should take those characters that they've already kind of meshed together. Have that be their DCEU. Let them go with whatever mix and, multiversal thing they want to do timeline crossing they want to do but like like keep keep some movies separate i think mm-hmm. they should because then in, oh i think they will like i mean robert pattinson uh, in an interview was asked like do you think like superman will show up in this universe mm-hmm. and he said yeah i mean i guess if superman didn't fly and shoot lasers out of his eyes and wear bright blue and red right. costume like because that's not the universe it's in i don't think i mean yeah i don't think robert pattinson's batman will ever meet Ezra Miller's Flash, but like, do you think tonally and like the vibe of things like Matt Reeves as Batman and Tom Phillips as the Joker? Do you think those kind of that style of movie might make its way into like their big continuity? I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like even if it was just as like dark and gritty as like the Batman, like give us like a dope like I mean like. Like, they could redo Aquaman, sure. Like, give us a good Aquaman. Give us a good Wonder I mean, like, Wonder Woman was, like, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't the worst. I think Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman was actually Wonder good. Woman was good. But, like, like they could redo those characters. But, like, it kind of comes down to those things. Like, honestly, I think it would be cool if they did. I don't think they ever will, though, because they're not going to have two separate, like, Justice League universes going like I want. Like, you wouldn't have two extended universes, like... I mean, maybe you would. Maybe you'd have, like, a Matt Reeves-like universe, and then you would have, like, a Zack Snyder universe of, like... Well, that's what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Matt Reeves is getting his own. Yeah, he's already. I mean, it's already being. It's already been announced. It's like it's being developed. Like you have the Batman, and then you have right uh, Arkham Asylum and uh, the the Penguin the, the show. Penguin. Yeah, prequel. Which, which, like, and like those are de- like those are definitely going to be good. Like HBO is known for having. They're going to have budgets. Like he's going to have a budget for his shows. It's going to be a legit show. It's not going to be like a CW kind of mix up of a show like it's it's gonna be well done but also like 
like I said, honestly, like I like I said, I think it'd be dope. I'd be all for it if if Matt Reeves makes his own universe. Like, go for it. Zack Snyder can keep his. Like, he can do that. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't want them universe, to. Mi- so. Well, I'm not saying. No, I'm just saying those those he characters. Those characters movie. he's played with. Yeah, his one movie, his Justice League. Like those Justice I mean, League I don't characters. Know. He did because did he do Batman versus Superman? Mm, I know he did yes. Man of Steel. No, yeah, he didn't do Batman versus Superman. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he did. But anyway. Uh, I would like to see more of that kind of style. Um, oh yeah, he did it. I like to see more of that style in the uh, in the main like continuity. I haven't really kept up with a lot of the DC EU movies, so, um, mostly because I've read reviews and that doesn't. I enough. just don't feel like wasting my time, uh, especially with Wonder Woman 1984. But also, Dude, I didn't watch sucks. that because I was boycotting HBO Max for a little bit. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was very upset with you when you watched it that one time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, what about just like in general? Like, would you? And I think we're kind of starting to see Marvel go in this direction too. Uh, you know, especially with like with Moon Knight coming out and seeing some of the things that they're potentially doing. Um, you know, with Disney finally reacquiring the Netflix, uh, the Netflix shows that are now scrubbed from. Netflix no more. <laughs> yes. I really want to know, like, I want to know, like, what the what the background of that deal, like, looks like with, because, like, I, I want like to look at the numbers. Disney like, Plus how much talks, like, six how years much ago, did, right? How much did Netflix pay to make these shows versus how much Disney paid? Because I feel like, I, I feel yeah. like Netflix probably put in a majority of the work, and then... But that, that's just, what I'm like, saying. I has feel the rights now for it, which is kind of ridiculous. I feel like they were always going to get like someone. Someone had to have known they were always going to get those rights. Like, try, like, like, is that like honestly thinking about it? Like, I've never thought about this until like right now. I don't know why. It just popped in my head. But like, you tell me when like they originally did Daredevil it was like the first one they did that came out. Like, you tell me Disney Plus wasn't in the works. I had no idea. They cause, oh no, I guess Disney didn't acquire. No, they had Marvel at that time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it would have been like. You tell me Disney Plus wasn't like under wraps, like not currently being worked on, where they were like a like maybe let's say the idea that they were gonna like buy out Netflix in general or something. Well, I mean, Daredevil came out a long time ago. What six years ago? Was it like ten years ago? Am I like tripping? It wasn't that long. What what just came out or what what came out that I was like, oh, that's that's funny that they said that. Like I remember I said that in the chat, and I was like, lol, like this this meme would be funny if that movie came out that long ago, and you were like, that movie did come out like ten years ago. Oh gosh, I can't what, was what it? it was. I was like, dude, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, you were like, well, it's like came out yesterday. I don't get this. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> this has been out for several years. I felt so dumb. I want to see a lot. Oh, no, I 2015. So we're pushing seven years. I mean, let's think, okay, go back seven years ago. The only streaming service was Netflix. Really? Yeah. With any like. I mean, Hulu existed. Hulu, I think. yeah. Hulu. But, but, Hulu, like, but Hulu was also like, oh, you didn't watch that on TV last night? Come watch it today. Well, right. So like, the problem with problem with that is, like, because it came out seven years ago, like, cable was still a thing. Yeah. Like, streaming wasn't the way it was. So, I mean, cable satellite, maybe, that was still, like, going strong, too. I mean, maybe Disney had an idea to do a streaming service, but at the time, it, it made more sense just to go with Netflix. That's true. But, no, but see, that, that, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Netflix definitely, hands down, lost so much in this whole thing. Is that I, I, I do I Netflix I, is doing just fine. Well, no, I think they're doing just fine. But I'm just saying, like in the whole like Disney deal of that, if you actually look at it, I bet they put in a stupid yes. amount of money to make this. And they they did they did good. I would say they did good. Daredevil did good. I like the first season. We were just talking Jessica Jones. The Defenders sucked. Iron Fist sucked. Luke Cage was interesting to watch. 
just because, like, honestly, like, I had never, like, I honestly didn't know, like, much about those characters until I watched, oh, we were watching, I was with, like, the kids, with, like, Lizzie's family, and they were watching the, is it, like, Amazing Spider-Man, the cartoon, like, no, what is it? There's, like, a, there's, like, a cartoon that was, like, on Disney or something, and it has, like, Spider-Man, uh, like, White Tiger, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. and Nova, and that's, like, the team, and I was, like, yo, this is kind of, like, a sick little group. And I watched that, and, like, yeah, then Luke Cage came out, and I was like, okay, this is kind of dope. But, mm. like, yeah, but that's, like, I, I thought they were okay. Netflix did okay. I think they did a good job on the majority of them, except for Iron, Iron Fist sucks. So do you do you see Marvel doing something like Matt Reeves' Batman, where, I mean, with any character, like, are there any characters that you would like to see get the Batman treatment from Marvel? I mean, maybe, but I feel like it's going to go in reverse. Like, for example, like, like, sure, take Daredevil. Like, Disney mm-hmm. just reacquired it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can go watch. They didn't change any episodes. They didn't change anything that's already been done. Daredevil, for some shows, is considered a pretty, like, dark take on a superhero mm-hmm. in some scenes. It was, you know, like I said, it was done good. But with the whole, like, multiversal thing, obviously, we saw Matt Murdock, saw Charlie Cox's Daredevil, like, or not Daredevil, we saw this Matt Murdock, like, in Spider-Man No Way Home, so we know he's in that universe. I don't know if he'll be as dark. I feel like it's going to go opposite. Like Daredevil at its time, like when it first came out, that was that was the Batman. Mm-hmm. Now with the mix, it's going to go kind of like not as dark. Yeah, that's an interesting point because you're right. Like I you think know, it's going to be flip with Disney Plus bringing those shows in, in, into like with Disney getting those shows mm-hmm. on their streaming service. But then also like I mean, initially it was a part of the part of the universe like there right. are mentions of the battle of new york mm-hmm. and the things that are going on in right. sokovia stan lee has cameos right subtly in all of them yeah so so marvel is kind of doing a bit of a cop-out really and like mm-hmm. there's automatically putting these dark darker toned mm-hmm. uh stories into their universe uh i would i'd be really interested to see like i'm just worried the only reason i'm like a little worried mm-hmm. kind of in a sense it's just because when you like hawkeye okay kingpin yep. same actor completely different character to a sense i mean he was still he was very i mean big dude definitely like dark attention i mean he, he was the same but like his power i mean man it, was toned down he got hit by a car went through a building and then was like hurt like dude he was like pushing buildings down and dared to, like this man was like a unit like completely different take on the character in a sense like he was uh, definitely like dumbed I down. Would disagree. A, I mean, yeah, I, I I've heard that exact argument a lot, and here's why I disagree. Number one, Wilson Fisk is just a dude. Like he doesn't have superpowers. He's just a really. I mean, strong he's literally dude. just a unit. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is like I would like to take someone like The Rock, someone who's ripped or whatever, mm-hmm. and Absolutely I would like to have jacked. them get hit by a car and run into a building, get up, continue to fight. And then get blown up in the face with an arrow, and then get and up and be like, fine. And still be fine. Yeah, like I'm. I'm people just are talking like, about how un, underpowered he is. Against. For for a guy that has no powers, I yes, okay, technically sure. In hair in a hawk, I guess it. He's just a little more realistic, right? Than, but I still think it's like I don't know. It's just that like not saying that like just forget about the kind of like, like sure like the whole episode like th- what happened in those shows, but like just the way it was like. And Daredevil is portrayed as someone who almost has, like, superhuman ability. I mean, he's mm-hmm. just, he's literally can't be taken out. Like, he is, like, crazy. He's a unit. 
And then in Hawkeye, he just seemed a little, a little underwhelmed compared to what he was mm-hmm. in Daredevil. So that's why I'm just like, I'm just scared some of the other characters are going to come up and they'll be like, well, right. when you think about it, I mean, like when you think about it, Hawkeye is a normal dude with a bow and arrow. I mean, he's been portrayed great the entire time. Cause like, it really doesn't ever push past that. Like he literally is a dude with a bow and arrow. He knows that he acknowledges that. Mm-hmm. And like, sure. He does like extra crazy things that not the normal person would do. So I, yeah, I mean, yeah. comic book version of Hawkeye has um, he's got en- the enhanced control. abilities. He can't control the arrows, but he can. No, no. What, what can he? What, what's his thing? Or it's just like it's like yeah, his he just has are, like like super soldier serum type stuff. Oh, it's, shoot. it's not like the same, but like, it's he just okay. has like body enhancements. Same for Black Widow. Like she's not just some chick. Right. She actually has. She's but that's the comic book version. So let's say Marvel decides to keep um, all the Netflix shows. Um, within the universe, and they like mm-hmm. to keep the tone of it all. Mm-hmm. Can they have like Daredevil, in the sense that we, we're like we know him from those shows, and let's say Spider Man suit up and team up? Like, how would it work to have the super dark and gritty version, super dark and like gritty character meet with someone who's not, or even even to go back more towards the topic, like the Matt Matt Reeves's Batman meeting like Aquaman. From the DCEU. Like, is there a world where these two styles can combine and everyone be happy? I would say Disney could do it if they wanted to, like right now. Mm-hmm. Only because, like, No Way Home, like, like Spider-Man got, like, his whole, like, life rocked. Like, that boy's not okay. Like, he could go dark. He could hold his, he could stop holding punches. Like, he could go dark. No one would bat an eye, honestly. Like, they could they could do that. They could, yeah, they could let your friendly neighbor at Spider-Man, if he were to, Pull up to Daredevil and be like, yeah, like let's go like do something." I like, think in that example, if if they were to do that, let's say mm-hmm. Spider Man Four was like, okay. a, that was the plot." I feel like that would completely destroy who Spider Man was. Or it is. would just destroy the purpose of having Andrew and Toby be in that movie. Yeah, because because that, that's, they that's where he yeah. was going, but yeah. because they were able to like be Toby there, and because Andrew that. Garfield right. was able to save MJ, and because Toby was able to stop him from killing right. Goblin. They are not going to go that path. Yeah, that's fair. So, but I mean, I don't know. To answer that question, though, like, I think, I think that would be interesting to see Mm -hmm. or have like Kate Bishop, like Hawkeye was a very lighthearted show. Yeah. Have like, like a very dark moment. Kate Bishop, like, go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, taking even further, I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that was also a lighthearted show, but like, would it, would it still make sense to have, a Winter Soldier like prequel mm-hmm. where it's Bucky as the Winter Soldier pre Captain America, right. the Winter Soldier. I said the Winter Soldier a lot. Yeah, those <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, do you think that the Batman is kind of paving the way towards a new style of superhero movie? I hope so. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know honestly because, like, I feel like I just feel like the way that DC has done it. Is it's everyone has had a everyone sees their character different. Like when they direct a movie, they see it one way and they have it on screen one way. And another director is going to do their other movie totally different. Like obviously no director is the same. Like that's mm-hmm. for sure given, but like nothing in their movies, like in their universes is like relatively like close to being the same. Like I feel like for, going back, like if, if, if Aquaman was going to meet Batman, you could have Jason Momoa, you could have him in the, and that dark suit, you could have him in the orange and green suit. Whatever happens, you, you could do that. 
but it would need to be under like Matt Reeves, like directing. Like, I don't think it should have any, Mm -hmm. like it would have to have a darker tone to it to be, to be mixed. Well, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, I'm just talking like just in general, stylistically, do you think there could be, let's say a Nightwing movie that is in the same style as as the Batman? Yeah. Or like, I feel like they should do no other way. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. But like, (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying stylistically, do you think that we're going to see a trend that goes away from, from kind of, I mean, because with Marvel, like one Mm -hmm. of the things you see with, and some of the DC movies is how they try to make it more lighthearted or, you know, try to keep it more family friendly. You have, I mean, every single one of these superhero movies has a car chase scene. Mm -hmm. It has an epic third act final battle. It has a villain who has been wronged by, either Tony Stark or Superman. like <laughs> One or the other. Right, like, they yeah. both kind of follow the same, like, style, like... Formula. Same formula, yeah. right. So do you think that the formula and the style used for the Batman could become a new trend for future movies, both DC and Marvel? For sure. I don't think Marvel would. Mm-hmm. I don't that? think they would. I just, because they know what works. Because, like, I, I feel like you could arguably say, like, this direction of, like, the Batman, and even, like, the Joker, too. Like, those are just, those are, com- that's a complete different, like, mm-hmm. from anything we've seen in the past. I don't think Marvel would ever, like, just drop a movie and have people be like, that was that Marvel? That was not Marvel. Like, that wasn't Marvel. Like, that's not even, because even, even when you look at, like, some of, like, just the Sony projects, like, a lot of them have the same feel. Like, Venom, like, Venom was not the greatest movie, but it still had kind of the same, like, you could tell it was... It could be in that same universe. If it, I mean, like, it could be like it could have been a Marvel movie if it wanted to. It could kind of fit in. It would be one of the suckier ones, but it could kind of fit in. No, no, no. I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't. It, it it would have to. They just would never just off the rails do something totally different. They might take like an aspect or two and kind of feed something with and that. be like, hey, let's let's try this. And let's get reactions from this. I disagree with that because we got Wandavision, which was literally. But wasn't wasn't that the times. first show? Uh, it was supposed to be the second show. Right. The first show was supposed to be Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is was an extremely safe bet because it's yeah. just a movie that they made way too Broke long. up into, yeah. <laughs> um, which is cool. I was cool with it. But WandaVision oh, ended up being the first one because WandaVision yeah. is, was entirely done in studio. Yeah. Or almost entirely done in studio. Which is dope. But I don't know. Marvel takes risks. I mean, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, nobody other than diehard comic book fans had Probably ever heard of the Guardians those characters out of their hat yeah. before James Gunn came on board. So I think they'd be willing to take a risk. Mm-hmm. And I think with Moon Knight coming up, I think that is an opportunity for them to kind of dabble. Kind of venture out and try some things. Style. And depending on how Moon Knight goes, maybe we'll have to have a discussion on another episode about this, but like maybe Marvel is going to play with this trend. Um, Cause Moon Knight looks really bloody. And it looks kind of looks a lot yeah. darker than anything we've ever done, and it seems like that's one of one of the intentions behind it is we're going to do things differently, especially with the, like the decision to to change his origin a little bit and have um, yeah. have him, everything take place in London as opposed to New York, right? Because uh, Moon Knight's a New York character, yeah. Trying to s- split things a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. I and I I really hope it's that way. I hope they're trying new things because mm-hmm. I'm I'm really scared like. Like, we got a dope trailer. They kind of tried something new with the trailer. Like, we got a little, I, I hoped what was, like, an actual sneak peek of, like, what the show is going to be like. But I'm also really worried where it's it's going to be. It's not going to be what we're thinking. Because kind of like like in a sense, like you were saying, like, like, we would want, like, a, 
kind of like psycho thriller kind of style. Like he's got multiple personalities. Like they they could they could go that that kind of way. I don't, I feel like they would have no problem. They could have mm-hmm. done that. They could have gone like pretty dark with that. But again, like it's Marvel. I don't know how how dark they want to go. Like they'll test some little things. They'll test the bloodiness and they'll 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 they'll, they'll probably venture out a bit with this show. But they wouldn't like they wouldn't just be like, oh, Moon Knight. Yeah, he's a weird dude. He's got issues and just like go dark with it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I mean. Like they would never even even as it would be one of their shows. I don't think they would do like a whole project, a whole movie, or a whole show on just something with a totally different like pace. It's gonna be different and it's gonna have some things that they're sure gonna venture out on and like try. But, like, I was hoping it would be, like, dark. Like, dark, dark. And, like, same with, like, Multiverse of Madness. Like, there's going to be so much going on with that movie. And it, it didn't Elizabeth also say, I don't know if it was an interview or what. At one point, she was, like, mentioned something about this feeling like a horror movie. Or it was, or, maybe I'm wrong. Still- uh, no, so when Sam Raimi came on, he said that, because yeah. Sam Raimi is known for making horror movies, he right. said they were going to take a darker approach. Yes, which... After the trailers, you could definitely tell it's going to be dark. It's going to have some, like, kind of different. I think it's going to have a lot of things that are just going to be thrown at us that we're never going to see that mm-hmm. see coming, really. I'm hoping it does. Like, I really want to sit down and be like, I would have never thought that person or that thing happened. Like, they really did that. Like, I want to walk out kind of being shocked. But, like, like that's the thing is, again, I feel like I feel like they could have gone. They could have gone so dark with that movie. I don't think they're going to. Like, I think they're going to they're gonna play with some things. But I don't think they're going to do. I don't think they would just totally try a whole new formula, whole new. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to uh, wait and find out. Yeah. Uh, but I do know that I really liked the way that Matt Reeves did the Batman as a whole. 100%. Um, it's my favorite Batman movie. I know that there might be some debate on that. On so Other people might have some other opinions. With it being your favorite Batman movie, is that your favorite uh-huh. Batman, though? Hmm. It is my favorite Batman, but I think it also depends on how how are you defining Batman? Because, like, are we talking just Batman or is Batman, like... Batman and Bruce Wayne? Yeah, it is Bruce Wayne. Because no. when it comes to that, like... like, when I, I, like picture- I like the idea mm-hmm. of where Bruce Wayne in this universe might be going, but I haven't seen enough to know. Mm-hmm. I think, I think yes, it is probably my favorite Batman, just because, again, I... Don't love the Nolan movies. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's other Batmans. I mean, yeah. Adam West is iconic. Yeah. I would like... I would. That's that's what I would like to see. I would like more Adam West-style superhero yeah. movies. Get the drawn-on eyebrows? Yes. With blue, the... Bright blue cow. With the booms and pows <laughs> flying on the screen. I saw a clip where it was like he had a bomb. And he was like... It was yeah, like, running around. He's like, yeah, yeah can't throw in the water because there was like people swimming. He like tried to throw it in there. It's like, that would explode, like going back and forth. Like, like I that just, was just the iconic. I want like, superhero movies to be fun again. Cheesy classic. Yeah. I don't want like... I'm tired of... Have shark repellent for a reason. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is another discussion we're going to have is like, I'm tired of, <laughs> of superhero movies... Being too realistic. Not being too realistic. <laughs> I'm tired of them being like, the world is going to end. And now yeah. it's gone to a point where it's like the multiverse is going to end. Like, I just want like, yeah, uh, catch the bodega bandit. Like, yeah. you know, just like <laughs> the condiment king. You know, did you hear about that? No, I that's know. Robert Pattinson's favorite Batman villain. I mean, it's yeah, in the comics, like, polka dot man. Yeah, like, we we got. I mean, we got him, I guess. But like, dude, and he was <laughs> that was something. But yeah, as much as I would like to see more of these dark and gritty, grittier tones, I would also like to you know just throw in. Throwing like just some goofy, mm-hmm. some goofy stuff, you know. I feel like that. Like I feel like that's like having both platforms of like you could stream a show or you can 
drop a like theatrical release of a movie. Like you could have a movie movie or you can like do a show like like I like the shows and how they've done things, but like yeah, I feel like like you have that platform. Like you could drop something stupid. Like you could get your actors. They would do it. Mm-hmm. They would do it. Like you could put Robert Pattinson in like a dumb little suit. He would do it. Like seeing his enjoyment, like I, th- I think he would. Like seeing <laughs> seeing just all the, all of his interviews and like everything he said about this movie and like honestly, he did great and I think he really did enjoy it. Like you said, he would keep playing Batman. As, you know, if they asked him, he feels like he would do it. And you know, like cool, like that's dope. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, they were like, hey, would you want to do this? Like. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but like I feel like if they wanted to, like they, they, yeah, I feel like they should. They they could do those cheesy like fun little shows again. Yeah, like, yeah, and like and draw like that's things you don't have to like probably have too big a budget. You don't have to risk something in a theater. You don't have to make a big big deal about it. You just drop it on a show, drop it on drop it on a streaming service. Yeah. Well, this was a fun <laughs> conversation. Uh, I enjoyed talking to you today. Yeah, about, dude, it's good. The Batman and it's fun. Good uh, movie. Future superhero movies. Uh, thank you for watching and for tuning in uh, to the Popcorn Hangover. I uh, hope to see you next time. <laughs>